the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Milestones all over the place. The SP 500 is on track to have its best monthly gain since 1974. Huh. The Dow is going to have its best month since 1987. Think Ronald Reagan. Is that right? Yeah, I guess it's uh, 80. Uh, yeah, I guess it's barely right, but it's right. Um, I need an abacus. I'm getting older. Who was president when? Eurozone GDP declined 3.8% quarter to quarter. That's the biggest decline ever. Royal Dutch Shell cut its uh, dividend for the first time since World War II. The Great War. That's pretty dramatic. Initial jobless claims decreased by 603,000 to 3.8 million. That left the six-week total for initial claims at 30 million. 30 million. That's not a good. That's a record for any six-week period ever in the United States of America. Something that we don't talk about enough on this show, because I think I would lose you, is continuing jobless claims totaled 17.9 million. That's the highest number ever for that. Continuing jobless claims is you kind of get your unemployment benefits for a period of time. And then everyone wants to look back and think, okay, do we still need to give this guy unemployment benefits? And if the answer is yes, then you start going on to continued claims. And that's when you're unemployed for a long time, and it's nothing good can happen. CEO Elon Musk from Tesla, he is not happy with the stay-at-home orders, calling America a fascist state. But he got better than expected results in the first quarter, and his stock's playing with an all-time high. It's in that neighborhood. Our markets have moved so far so fast in April. We're talking about yesterday, I was like, we can, we're like another couple few days like this, and we're going to be all-time highs, and it just doesn't make sense. Because, yes, we may be past peak death, peak infections, or something on the healthcare side. But I don't think we're at trough earnings. I, I don't think we're at, at the job cuts being done. The Federal Reserve of the United States government... Federal Reserve of the United States has pledged, we got a bazooka. We'll do more. We'll do more for big companies if we need to. Fed Chair Powell suggested as much in yesterday's press conference. He expects the Fed will need to do more with his view that it will be some time before we're back to maximum levels of employment. Tons of earnings. Today, Apple's going to report after the market. I'm interested. I own shares, but I'm also interested because it's a stock that's 40% from its bottom in March. I want to see, was that deserved tomorrow? 
when Wall Street says it's time to vote. Come on in, boys. It's Jeff Probst from Survivor. Um, when it's time to vote tomorrow, will we still like Apple? Because it's up 40% from the bottom. Comcast is down 4.4%. Qualcomm a little bit lower. Twitter down 5%. Dow Chemicals down 2%. Kraft Heinz down 2.7%. So it's kind of a smattering of some companies are going to hit harder today than others. I like to see where the market's down or up. And then look at sectors around that. For instance, the Nasdaq's slightly up today. Is that because of Apple? Probably being up four bucks. Is it because Beyond Meat's up three? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, you look at the Dow, they've got McDonald's as one of their larger holdings. The McDonald's is down 2% today. The Dow's down less than 2%, less than 1%. Um, meat shortages, we're starting to talk about them. I don't know how we're going to handle that. America, we could self-quarantine like the, the greatest heroes of ever for four to six weeks. But then we start going like, I think I'm ready to, to take this off. I'm ready to go out. I'm ready to dance. We'll get a little cooped up. I don't know. I don't have any advice for you on that one. Tesla CEO Elon Musk said that social distancing measures in place over the past several weeks in his home state of California led to a weeks-long closure at the company's Fremont factory. He said, I would call it forcibly imprisoning people in their homes against their constitutional rights. Well, okay then. <laughs> I guess we know where he stands. I just think we also have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The liberty is the second one. The life is... I don't want to kill someone's grandparent, um, period. And I don't want germs that I'm carrying to kill someone's grandparent. So I kind of get both sides here. I think some of the economic data, I just spoke with CFP Chad Burton. One of the things he said, we were talking about the market rebound as fast as it did. And it's like, there's still going to be bad economic data. So I do think we might be past peak infection, uh, peak death. We might be. I don't know. But Wall Street said that's March. In March, we got a big old correction tied towards when do we hit peak. Then we got a recovery. Now I think when do we hit trough earnings? When do things fall apart? When do we see Royal Dutch cancel a dividend? That Well, we got that one. There's talks now that Japan's talking about that we're just going to cancel the Olympics for 2021. If there's no vaccination in the next X amount of months, we're just going to cancel. And I get it. I can tell you that uh, my wallet will be closed to international travel. Maybe maybe you can entice me with some great deals. Maybe you could say, hey, this is your chance to, to show your kids the Olympics when stadiums are half full. I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. I don't like large crowds, so I'm not going to say this scenario has been good for me because that would be ridiculous. But I don't like large crowds just because I've gotten older. I don't need them. I'd rather be with people I love. Um, so Tesla's up to 868 bucks. Facebook's closing in on its all-time high. Microsoft had a quarter of all quarters. Holy mackerel. Microsoft is a boy. How did they reinvent themselves? Was it really as simple as getting Steve Ballmer out of the company? It kind of feels like it was. Ever since he left... And Microsoft put in a competent visionist, visionist, someone with a good vision. 
Um, they had their fifth consecutive double-digit earnings per share beat. Right now? Now, again, they're benefiting from a lot of people shifting to working at home. People are buying a lot of office products that they've never had to buy at home. On their call, um, an outstanding report, close to its record high. Stock still looks cheap at 20 times free cash flow. I can make a case for it today. Their productivity and business processing segment, revenue rose 15%. How is that possible? The intelligent cloud segment, revenues rose 27% to $12.3 billion. Server products increased 30% revenue. Azure revenue growth up 60% year over year. Personal computing, just 3%. But that's not bad. Last thing I checked, I couldn't go to a Best Buy and go to a store and pick up a PC, right? Or it was just incredibly severely uh, slowed my ability to do that. So this market has winners and losers, and if you don't see that, shame on you. And we've got people who have shown you they can do it in a good economy and they can do it in a crap economy. I love earnings season. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now is a good time while you're stuck at home. Stop watching Netflix. Review your insurance documents. Review your financial documents. Get that stuff in order. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Long-term trends and changing habits. How long does it take you to change your habit? Question. About 60 days is the answer. You work out for 60 days in a row, you may do it for the rest of your life. You eat vegetables for 60 days in a row. You may do it for the rest of your life. Somewhere between 30 and 60 days. So the question is, what habits are you changing now, in my opinion? Because that could define where we go with us. Um, I still want to see live music. That's one thing I know. But at the same time, I've probably played a couple more video games. And I'm still interested in that world as far as providing content. I don't care about 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock on network television, period. There's nothing on from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock that's worth – there's probably nothing on during the day. If I were to lose CNBC and Bloomberg, I'd be like, eh, I'm okay. I have some specialty events that I still make appointments for, like Saturday Night Live. It used to be sports. But um, I could see some people saying, you know, hey, when the next Xbox comes out, when the next PlayStation comes out – I've spent last year, you know, sharpening my skills, and I want, kind of want to see what they have to offer. I can see that. You're seeing a lot of companies that offer subscriptions to either video games or to music or to movies or TV shows. A lot of them are companies like Epics are saying, you know, we used to do like a seven-day trial, but now we're going to do a 14. Or we used to do a 14, now we're going to do a month trial. Now is a good time to get customers getting into the habit of using your goods. We are in earnings season, and earnings season is an interesting time because companies show their their cards, so to speak. Facebook, for instance, spiked higher today as they reported a stabilization. We're trying – I'm not going to say we, but the market is trying to figure out, you know, um, what things going to look like in 2019 versus 2020 versus 2021. Add on 2022 – to give us a little bit extra stretch. But Facebook and Twitter have both warned that advertising revenue was weakening. So when they both reported numbers on the same day, we kind of watched them. Facebook's numbers looked a little bit better than Twitter. 
Alphabet, Google, they reported us a little bit earlier Tuesday night. They said second quarter is going to be difficult for ad spending, but the company also expects demand to improve in the second half of 2020. Again, habits changing. I still want to see live music, and I still want to travel within reason. So I will be searching for a Hawaii trip, just not today. I know that there's no reason to do it today. I know you're saying, Hawaii, is that really your thing? It's, it's an example. The unemployment rate in the United States jobless claims climbed to a 30 million number over the last six weeks. This is a disaster for a lot of human, a lot of Americans. And yet it's kind of interesting. I know one person who lost their job with a company. She doesn't have a paycheck. I know another guy who's been working at home. He does have a paycheck. Same company. One person's going to be struggling. One person's going to be hurting. Oh, no. One person's fine and actually kind of likes it. Because he doesn't have to drive and do tolls, so he's making a little bit more money in his head. Anyhow, taking a look at the the story of Wall Street today. Stocks open lower, trimming monthly gains. NASDAQ is outperforming amidst positive earnings report from big tech companies. Who knew that we would go right back to Tesla and Facebook and Microsoft and Netflix and Apple? Companies that people admire and want. And they were always like, well, it's always been too expensive in the last 20 years. We're going right back towards them. Good idea, bad idea. I think it differs like golden clay, so I can't tell you. You know, Microsoft in the 90s was a bad idea when they're going through the Department of Justice issues. Now I think they've got new leadership, fresh leadership, and they've got a pretty good hand on things. Their execution is unbelievable. For the record, I own shares of Microsoft. Dow Jones Industrial Average on track to have its best record month since 1987. Same thing could be said for the S&P 500, but that goes back to 1974. More Americans have died in COVID now than in the Korean War. Um, That's kind of giving you some perspective, I hope. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Tesla's CEO went a little bit crazy on Twitter in the last 24 hours, tweeting things like free America now, which that can be your opinion. I'm not knocking it. I don't know if it's appropriate for a CEO of a publicly traded company to have that opinion. And I know it's you're starting to draw some fine lines there, Rob Black. And I know I kind of feel that I am. And I don't feel comfortable saying that. Uh, Warren Buffett's going to speak from Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting on Saturday, May 2nd. What's interesting to note about that is Buffett has been very, very quiet in all of this. So when he talks, I guarantee you, on May 2nd, which happens to be coming up this weekend... We are going to have some perspective on Monday when we come back that we didn't necessarily have. AMC and Regal Cinemas are fighting with Universal Pictures. Universal Pictures decided to release the Troll movie live. Trolls 2 Live or whatever the movie is. So AMC and Regal are really, really upset because they're like, hey, we've gone a bit over backwards for you guys in the past. But Universal's like, we didn't really want the film to age. We wanted to get it out. We didn't want to reschedule it. Disney's rescheduled Mona. 
or whatever her name is, the Hawaiian goddess movie. They, but anyway, the point being is, I don't see how AMC and Regal survive. A, they've got a lot of debt, and the last thing I want to do is go to a, a movie theater where it's kind of got plasticky leathery chairs. Um, so Universal releasing it direct to video. They said they've pulled in over $100 million, of which they don't have to share 50% of it with the movie theaters. So I'm, I'm not calling sour grapes on AMC and Regal. I'm just saying that I think the business model's changing. That's that's one I, I would question. Um, when you see people like Bill Gates say two or three years ago, oh, yeah, one day the United States is going to get hit hard by the pandemic. He's saying it again. He's saying it will happen again. You know, will we be better about it? Will we not shut down movie theaters? I ooh. In the world of investing, you can have a home run with a cruise line or a movie theater or uh, airline. I'm like, I don't want it because I every time I try to hit a home run, I swing pretty hard and hurt my back. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Just keep saying it again and again and again. It gets kind of old. These are odd times. Two, three months ago, four months ago, four months ago, five months ago, I got tickets to a movie theater to sit down with my family and see the final Star Wars. And super stoked. It was kind of comfortable loungers and uh, they bring nachos and beer and stuff like that. And you're like, woo! Probably would have sent me back or probably sent me back 150, 160 bucks. Then you get the 3D and then you get the seats that shake and stuff like that. We're saving a lot of money. Will that change? We're not spending money the same way we used to. There's someone out there who is a behavioral um, financial advisor. And I find her to be almost violently insane. In large part, she refers to us people as powerful beings on the planet in a very unique time, transforming daily. Bring your relationship with money along for the journey. I don't have things like that in me. I'm a little bit more fundamental. Let's get you to retirement, work from age 20 to 60. I don't want you to retire at 50 because most people don't understand you don't have health care. You have to get your own health care, or most people don't understand one of the best perks of your job is your health care tied towards your job. Now, here's what sucks about that. When people lose their jobs, we see people lose their health care. They have to go on to um, a supplemental plan, and those are never good. Um, just throwing that out there. What a month of April. Sadly, I'm going to go to bed tonight and wake up tomorrow, and it's going to be May. Um, my goal for you is to get you to retirement. I want to get you from age 20 to 60, and I want you to do you know, whatever is important to you. If you want to go hug elephants, go hug elephants. If you want to go hug trees, go hug trees. If you want to save the beetlefish, go save the beetlefish. What I want to do is get you to you know age 60 where you can start retiring, slowing down, and, and live from 60 to 100. I'm a little obese. I'm a little puffy. 
I'm not going to live to 100. That's my assumption. So maybe I only need money to go from 60 to 90. And I know 80 to 90 being puffy is not going to be good. It's going to be bad health. So I'm looking to you know, spend most of my money from 60 to 80, except for no healthcare from 80 to 90 is probably going to be more expensive than it is from 70 to 80. Uh, you see where this all goes fast. It spirals out of control. Um, Quest Diagnostics is expanding its strategic relationship. Quest Diagnostics and LabCorp are two companies that I can make a case for, except for right now. And you're saying, but how is that possible, Rob? Quest Diagnostics and LabCorp, both publicly traded. Both are plays on COVID. We have to have more testing. We've got to have more testing. And there's some cities that are saying we don't have to have any testing. The point being is, do I think testing is going to be around for a long, long, long time? Yes. Do I think some of the labs that we had, do you remember when we first started in COVID back in March, a lab would take seven to eight days to get your results. Now we got it down to like 15 minutes. I love America. I bet the faster result tests are more expensive than the send it out test. Um, and I bet the companies like Quest and LabCorp are going to be around for a long time. Um, as I've gotten older at one point in time, pushing 50 doctor said, you know, let's go get a blood thing on you. And some of my numbers weren't right. And he said, okay, go eat this diet, do this exercise, come back in a month. Got another blood test getting closer. Okay. Go do it for two more weeks or four more weeks. Got another one. It's part of my life as I'm growing older blood work. Um, America's growing older. It's not going away. It's trend. It's something that you can mathematically say. And even though right now, like you, dentists, like you could say, well, dentists aren't seeing patients unless it's super important. Uh, doctors aren't seeing people unless it, we're going to get back to it. And healthcare will be there. It will be there. Healthcare stocks and communication stocks doing well today. Weakness in energy, financials, and materials. Initial jobless claims decreased by 600,000 um, to 3.89 million. Now, that's a weird number because typically on Thursdays I'm talking and I'm going like any number under 400,000 to 350,000, any number under those two are pretty good. And then you get into this thing of like the number comes in at 260,000 first time unemployment claims for like a year in a row. It doesn't really go above it. It doesn't go below 240. So you kind of see, so you see anything above 260 and it's 280, 300. So suddenly 300 is a bad number, even though I said earlier in the conversation, any number under 300 is great, but we're going from great to good. So and you're going from some great to good, you're downgrading. It's going the wrong direction. So those numbers are important to pay attention to right now. A lot of people are hurt. And the next round of layoffs look like it's going to be city and state uh, because they're bearing a, a large brunt of the cost. And the debate that we've been getting into, I don't think serves any purpose to you or me as far as investors go, because we are investors. That's why you're listening to this show. But the debate on blue states like California and New York basically being the tax revenue basis for farming states. All well and good. I get it. You can make the case of, well, we're bailing them out. They can, But you could also make the case of, we wouldn't have meat if it weren't for them. So I get that we're all in it together. And I get someone who served in the military from Kansas is just as important as someone who served in the military from New York City. I get it. I think we're in this all together. But we are starting to talk about potential meat shortages. So you're not going to get bleach. Give up on it. Toilet paper seems to be back in order. 
uh, an employee at New Focus Financial had a child. I'm like, good thing you stocked up on uh, diapers, right? Because <laughs> there is a shortage. And he goes, what, 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 what? What, what, what? Kenny's mom, South Park. I miss those days when you could just sit and laugh like a child. Microsoft, Facebook, and Tesla all hire. Hmm. You would almost refer to those as kind of like usual suspects, and I don't like that. But Microsoft looks cheap. Apple could look cheap. We'll find out today after the market closes and they report their numbers. How much stock did they buy when the stock dipped to 230? It's 285 now. How much stock did they buy at 240, 250? Are they going to be able to materially change their earnings picture because of it? Earnings are measured as earnings per share, and when you buy back shares, you kind of inflate your earnings. It's a little financial engineering, but if you want to show earnings growth, buy back shares if you have the cash. And that's what we're learning right now. And back to Warren Buffett. He's going to talk this weekend, and I can't wait. I'm stoked. Typically, after he talks on the weekend, he he does like a whole week of interviews on uh, CNBC with Becky Quick. I think he's fond of Becky Quick, which is pretty interesting because I knew Becky Quick when she worked at the Wall Street Journal. And um, let's just say she covered tech, I believe. And she was a nerd's nerd, like fantasy. Pretty girl, big thick glasses, bad hair, uh, a blouse that wasn't quite right. And then she started climbing in the TV ranks and everything got better. And woo, it's like a John Hughes movie of the nerd girl coming down the stairs who was your math tutor, who had a massive crush on you, but you were in love with her cheerleader sister. Why am I talking about this? I think there's a point. Um, oh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffet. The buffet will be open. He shines in markets that are stressed. And we're not in a market that's stressed right now. But will earnings be a problem? Why hasn't he done anything? Why hasn't he told us anything? We know that he got out of some Delta. We'll hear why. We'll ask him about his Coca-Cola. We'll ask him about you know other stocks that he owns. Are people still shaving? He liked Gillette razors, and his idea was people need to shave in good economies and bad economies. I haven't shaved since it started, and sadly, I've learned a little bit about myself. Not only am I slowly balding, but yeah, the hair's not growing as fast as it used to. <laughs> I used to think I had to get a haircut every four weeks. I think I could probably go another four weeks without one. Getting old stinks. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Economic tolls are mounting in the United States as job losses are piling up. Um, Tyson Foods has warned that we may not be able to supply as much meat as we used to. Um, the president has enacted a wartime protocol to force people who slaughter animals back to work. Fascinating. You would never have thought that starting the year, right? God, I look at 2020, I'm like, you started with a, a colon issue. Then it went straight into COVID. Like, what's next? Oh, yeah, we have an election coming up. I don't like politics. It kind of stresses me out. I don't think it always used to be that way. I remember Tip, Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan used to go to an Irish bar together. It, but it just feels like it's so stressed now. American Airlines stock is diving on missed earnings and cash burn rate. Boy, those are yo-yos right now. I don't invest in yo-yos. If I take a look at a stock and I see it was down to 8, up to 14, down to 8, up to 14, I have no interest. Something's wrong with it. 
it's like when you have a, a, a friend of one of your kids plays and he's just a sick, twisted kid. Like he sees a light bulb and he punches it and you're like, what's wrong with you? You don't do that at home. And then you find out he does it at home. Pandemic brings Twitter record use, but a shortfall in revenue. I've been spending more time and I hate saying this on Instagram. Um, I'm using Instagram to follow bands to see I don't have friends. I don't care about you and your ugly kids. I care about rock stars and their ugly kids. Um, so I'm more Instagram than Twitter, but I get it. I, I get it. Um, the markets had had an amazing April rally. And I want to end on this one quick concept before we talk it with CFP Chad Burton and a surprise announcement. You should rebalance your portfolio. If you were stressed in March, you've gotten your opportunity in April. I think what happens next, and this is an assumption based on a lot of history doing this, is it shouldn't be a V-shape, maybe a W-shape, maybe more of a Nike swoosh shape. But the data should get worse before it gets better economically as the healthcare data is getting better after it got worse. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So it's the last day of April, and April has been very, very good. But March was very, very bad. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about maybe the second quarter will be very, very bad, followed by a better, followed by a Funny how our timelines are compressing. It's bringing CFP chat. Mr. Burton, what do we owe the pleasure of a call-in visit from you? Well, let's see. Um, I'm, I'm taking it you haven't checked your cell phone since you've been on the air. I have. I have. I just chose not to talk about it because there's other things that are stressing people out. But I'll oh, let you man. <laughs> yeah. Well, the morning besides getting the, the phone call at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning from first ADT and then the fire department, the new Focus Vancouver office building had a quite a fire, and then I walk out of the bedroom, and then the dog had obviously gotten sick, and there was stuff all over the floor. So that's how my morning's going. But what's interesting about all this, and you know, it's just something to, to deal with. We are, are already working from home anyways, so it doesn't really change business at this point. But you know, just another thing to deal with. But as I, I've never dealt with a fire situation before, and one of the things that happens is. I'm standing there, and, and a, a board-up service, a, a person that represents the company, basically kind of like chases fires around, I assume, and boards the buildings up once they're done with an investigation. Um, sure. Who knew? And <clears throat> so it, what she, she was talking about, there's like an increase of arson right now because there's so many empty restaurants and bars. Yep. Um, so anywhere there's a homeless population, and combine that with a lot of empty buildings and bars and and, you know, Fires are happening, arson is happening, vandalism is happening as a result of a lot of this. Um, and then she told me a story of a bar owner that uh, something happened where the mortgage got sold and something didn't get transferred and her insurance lapsed during all of this. And there was a fire there and, you know, she's having an issue with no insurance coverage. So if anybody's dealing with a closed down business or a building or anything like that, double check your insurance, make sure everything's intact. Um, you know, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, we, we bought new standing desks for all our employees in the Vancouver office. And, you know, did I update the insurance? You start thinking back that, did I do all the stuff that I tell clients to do? Right. Yep. Um, so just 
quite an in, insane way to start the day. Um, and just another issue that we're dealing with is, is part of the shutdown. Um, increase I think, in homelessness, increase in vandalism, fires, things like that. I think it's fair to say that um, second homeowners should heed your warning, not just business owners. Um, and you know, check on their properties or send a neighbor over to check it on. And uh, if that's not a wake-up call to check on your insurance... I have a strong feeling, Chad, if you're not fully insured, you're overinsured, or you're pretty darn close to underinsured perfectly. Like, um, you do very few things incorrectly. So it'll be okay. It'll be your first fire. And then you'll get a t shirt that said, I survived a, a business fire. And all I got out of this was a stupid t shirt. But you have to kind of go through those. And when you're starting the process, it's pretty stressful, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, one thing to deal with in, in light of all the other issues. Uh, you know, the market's obviously rebounded quite a bit, probably a little too far in terms of some of the economic numbers that we're going to see coming out. I, I, I hope things just kind of float sideways for a bit. Um, but it's, you know, just dealing with all of this, these new issues in terms of the CARES Act and business owners and what they should be doing with this payroll protection program. I've had a lot of questions lately from like self-employed sole proprietors. Can they do the, the unemployment benefit and the payroll protection program? Um, you know, people have been able to do both as a sole proprietor, Rob. And the questions that people don't know at many levels, at many levels of different businesses is what additional rules are going to come out in terms of this payroll protection loan to businesses. Is it going to be a forgivable loan or not? And in the next 48 hours, there's going to be a whole bunch of new regulations on these loans and, and, you know, people that might have taken them that might not need them, um, what you're supposed to be doing with them when people have to get back to work. And it, I mean, the payroll protection program, I mean, it might have helped quite a few businesses that needed the cash right away, but it is really messy at this point. So expect a lot of uh, press on this over the weekend and Monday and Tuesday in terms of more rules. I saw Steve Mnuchin say, hey, if you've got a dead relative, do not cash their check. And uh, that's kind of where we are, Chad. <laughs> People are trying to figure out every every little angle. Um, but yeah, we've come pretty far, pretty fast in the stock market. And I would be fine. And I, I hate you know going off the cuff with you, but if we were to end the year right here, I'd be like, that's not a bad year for for COVID. That, like all things considered, I'm not expecting to be up ten to fifteen percent. If we are, we are. If we're down 10, 15, we are, we are. I'm good with it. But I'm kind of feeling like we need a little bit of a pause here in the stock market. It seems to be uh, a lot. It's moving a lot faster than ever before. Like we said, we thought it was going to be two or three quarters down, two or three quarters up, not one down, one up month. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah. I mean, so essentially what I'm thinking is that the, the market right now is priced for more of that, not much of a return of the virus in fall. And that most industries get back to work. Right. I mean, tech really hasn't, except you know, large tech um, hasn't really skipped a beat. Um, smaller tech companies or startups and things like that, obviously, there's a lot of issue and a lot of damage there. Um, but there is the, there's the kind of three different options when it comes to the virus. It kind of goes away, kind of, kind of haunts us a little bit in the fall, but we practice social distancing and get over it versus it really hits us again. It's definitely not priced for the another shutdown situation. Um, so, you know, just be careful. Don't get out over your skis in terms of your risk tolerance. If you're a, you know, 60, 40 investor, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, be there. Don't go overboard. Um, there's still a lot of stuff that is cheap and basic materials, industrials, some tech, uh, small cap companies and mid cap companies with solid balance sheets are still undervalued. But some of the larger stuff I think has gotten back to a price that's, that's priced more for eh, virus is gone. So just be a little careful. 
Well, sorry you're having to go through a, another issue. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> great year, huh? So, oh, yeah. I, the first text to employees is, I guess we're going to be working at home for a little bit longer in Vancouver, guys. My uh, 2020 started with a colonoscopy issue. <laughs> your, uh, we both got the COVID issue, and now you're dealing with a fire issue like, and stepping in dog poop. So we all go through it. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Um, now's a great time to look at your portfolio. Now's a great time to talk to a financial planner. Check it out. You can find it at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black.